0: Next, I'd like to introduce. Throw your hands in the air if a true player. What can I say about my brother Daniel that hasn't already been said dozens of times in police reports? That boy is this. Mm-hmm. Good
1: and terrible. You hold your breath when Shaquille O'Neal comes careening into your
0: lap. Well, he's going to give a little special greeting to Daniel Baldwin right here. Brothers should have a boxing match against the Baldwin brothers. Nice. We'll take them out in the first round. Who would you take on? I Youngest, I medium, take old on all three of them actually. Now that I really think, yeah, I wouldn't need any help. I think you two dudes are gonna become real homies. Where do we find these guys? Oh man, I hate those guys. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. <laughs> Midweek throat clear. There it is. On a yeah, I like it. It's strong. You know, I'm I'm just checking out um, as we were signing in. I don't really follow celebrities, but I thought you were so great. in awesome. What <laughs> this guy? I you know sometimes I don't know when people tweet you stuff if yeah. they're if they're backhanding you. You know, it, it, inadvertently. They're, no, maybe people are they're, generally stupid,
1: so they're not they're not being you mean. You yeah. don't think so? I think that, why would they say I liked you and what?
0: Uh, Homicide, (laughs) life on the Streets, which which, which, which is a series they did, which which actually is accurate. I like when they go, I loved you in Hunt for Red October, you were great in Backdraft. There was a tweet that came
1: this weekend that said something like, I love... Maureen said something about some show she liked you in, and then she says, sorry, wrong Baldwin.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I went to, uh, you know, you you get to know the looks, and I call them the four looks, okay? And and you after, you know, decades of, of witnessing these looks, you get to know just from the look which one of the four it is. Mm-hmm. So now for those people who aren't privy to Facebook Live, you're not going to see this, but I'm going to do the first look. You ready? Here's the first look. Now that's the... Uh, that's one of the bald ones, or I think that's one of the bald ones. Okay. It's kind of this this off little bit of recognition, and sometimes look number one is followed by a look of that, that. That's on him. What would he be doing here? Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm walking in a mall in Minnesota because right. I'm doing a movie, and I'm with my kids because it's my day off, and I get that kind of that thousand yard stare. You know, that little yeah, no, why? Why would he be here? Yeah. So, 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 but that's the. I kind of think that's one of the bald ones. Then there's the and they do it's a little overzealous and the Mm -hmm. mouth is open a little bit and they're shaking head. that's i think that's alec he's put on some weight
1: (laughs) alec (laughs) looks terrible
0: (laughs) yeah 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 look at how fat alec is you know so so but 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 the mouth is way too you know they're too excited you know and and so therefore they got to think that it's something to do with alec it has nothing to do with me anymore because obviously we all realize where he is career wise totem pole wise um now, when you're, when you're somebody that's been on a TV show that's a primetime television series, um, there's something also about when it's a drama versus a sitcom. Mm-hmm. When it's a sitcom, they think they know you and they're your best friend if they watch the show. So if you're on Friends, okay, and you're Matthew Perry... The first couple of seasons, because Matthew Perry did not come on Friends mm-hmm. as a celebrity. nobody knew who the hell right. he was. So, as a matter of fact, I did a sitcom with him for a season with Valerie Bertinelli before Friends. Whoa. And no, and no one knew who Matthew Perry was. For that matter, no one knew who I was at that time. Um, so, but, but after that first couple of seasons, the people that are looking at you are going, hey, that's Chandler. That's not Matthew Perry. Uh, He's not famous yet. The show is building a following, and the character is becoming famous. It's not until the show gets a three, four, fourth season or more that people start naming the guy who's playing the character. So there's a thing called your TVQ. So they take a picture, and they'll have just a picture of Joe Salzone. Mm -hmm. And they dropped it down, and there's a variety of ways you can score 10 points. A 10 is, that's Joe Salzone. That's Jerry Seinfeld recognizable yeah, very you recognizable you know their mm-hmm. first and last name period okay that's the highest you can score now if you look at that and you go that's the guy on the show seinfeld that's uh that's kramer oh, yeah. so this not is Michael like, Richards, it's it's kramer, like it's yeah. like three points for kramer Two more points for the show. There's other ways to accumulate 10. I didn't know this. But a bingo is the guy's first and last name. Right. You know who he is. Like, that's Charlie Sheen. I know who Charlie Sheen is. That's Charlie Sheen 10 points. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, now you have... A a a graph that tells you where you are, what your TVQ rating is by testing a thousand people, or however they come up with it. You know, some ridiculously stupid, uh, you know, algorithm that tells you what the person is. So this is similar to the four looks. Okay. Okay. So then there's. When, when you know you're one of the one of the nine people in the whole world that watched Homicide: Life on the Streets oh, all the time. Oh, come on! It was
1: a success. It was a
0: it was a very successful yeah. show, dr- dramatically and and awards wise, but yeah. it never had a giant following. But still, it had millions of people to watch it. So. So when you're one of those people that watches that show or a show like that where it's a, a gritty, you know, that character, you know, it, 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 it was it was dangerous. Yeah. I, I played a guy who was kind of a racist. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had people while I'm sitting with Andre Brower uh, in a restaurant and his wife, who's an African-American, put his arm around me. This guy looking, well, you really let that have it last wow. night, didn't you? And he says the word. Yeah. Right in front of two African-Americans. And yeah. I turned around and looked up at the guy like. Are you not able to separate the fact that that was a show and a character that I played? No, they can't. But but believe me, they think you're that guy. Yeah. So the third look that I got for a while was the Bo Felton look. Mm -hmm. When guys would, and and it wasn't the mouth of, they'd go... And they point Many of them pointed at me Or would give me this look Because I was this hard ass cop Yeah And they and, and people would often say Bo You were the character to them yeah. Bo mm-hmm. What are you doing boy mm-hmm. How you been Yeah Hey I seen you giving it to that guy last night By the way that girl you were in the bar with Was hotter than yeah. a piece of coal And I'm falling out of love buddy. Yeah <laughs> You know. So, so, so there was the Beau Felton look, yeah, and sure. then, then the, the rarest of all looks was, hey, you're Daniel Baldwin. You know, yeah. when someone when someone was calm about it, we go, hey, yeah, you know, and they, and, and you can tell. That's the it was, ten that, points. That's the ten pointer. Sadly for me, there were not as many ten pointers as there were Alec. you you look terrible, <laughs> um, but but needless to say, the the recognition that comes along with now going to uh, uh, all four looks that I experience over New Year's, yeah. I was at at, Del Lago. At, at 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 the amazing Delago Casino Hotel with the great Jason Klug, mm-hmm. as we all know. The mm-hmm. great Jason Klug. Yeah. So Jason and I his wife couldn't make it she didn't feel good so I kind of left Robin in the dust Robin does very well when she's dressed yeah. hot walking around a casino yeah I mean there's there's no doubt of all the attention she gets and I've gotten used to it I just kind of let her let her go off and do her own right. thing so Robin's throwing dice guys are leaning on her breathing on her trying to make moves on her giving her their phone number and I look at her and she weighs hi are they buying her drinks and stuff? Oh, God, yeah, yeah. It's, it's everything. And you're fine because
1: you, you, she's coming home with you. So what do you, you think? You know what?
0: Right? She, uh, in the beginning, it was hard. I think it was weird for her. I think that she's used to being the woman that's attractive, that dresses you know, sexy and, yeah. and being with a date. But now she's with uh, somebody who has some recognition. So sure. she'd be there. And then touche. Some young chick walks up to me and goes, hi. Right in front of <sighs> her. Blatant. Doesn't care. I mean, <laughs> her Very face nice. the first time we walked into a 7 Eleven together, and the woman went, I know you. I would have your babies right wow. now. Wow. she yeah. tells this lady. Stelzon so gets that all the time. All the time. gets that, Doesn't day. he? Yeah. And then, and
1: then does it. And they, of course, he impregnates them immediately. <laughs> sure. Uh, uh,
0: no doubt. And you know how? <laughs> how? Guess what position? Sidewinder. Sidewinder. <laughs> <laughs> Larry, the Sidewinder King. Yes. Is it true that you can pregnant a woman to eat more easily in the Sidewinder style? Of course. I sure hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope not. It's just one move. It's always good. <laughs> That's great. It's beautiful. Oh. So, so I, I go through, you know, the New four looks year, over New at Year's, and, and and I get all four looks. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of uh, um, actually yelling out to me, Alec. Uh, then I got a Still bi- Alec? I got, I got some Alec action. I got Billy. I got, uh, um, then you get Mr. Baldwin or you even get Daniel Baldwin, but then they quote the wrong movie anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. So then I had, but I had a, a rare moment. I don't think this has ever happened to me before. A guy came up to me, very nice guy and he's with his wife and he goes, Hey man, do you mind if I take a picture with my wife? Mm-hmm. You know, you and I, me. And I said, no, no. He goes, I watched the movie with you last night. He said, it was an all-star lineup. You, Paul Servino, James Caan, Armand Santis. So immediately I know what movie it is. Yeah. And, and But I can't think of the name of the movie. I had a total brain fart. And it was just last year. I did this movie up for uh, in Canada, up in Toronto, um, with uh, Frank D'Angelo, um, wrote it and directed it. And so, and, and, and you know... It was an incredible. Mira Sorvino was in it too. I mean, it was just, it's just yeah. a never ending. But you've you know. done like
1: a hundred and what ninety movies at this point.
0: Yeah, but still, this was last year. This is <laughs> like this was senility. Right. Yeah. He goes, man, it was a great movie, and I and I'm looking at him, and he goes and he goes, I can't think of the name of it, and I'm praying he wouldn't say that because I'm going, what was the name of that stupid movie, and <laughs> and, and, and I'm looking at him, and finally I went. I go, yeah, Jimmy Conn is great to work with. Well, he goes, yeah, there were so many legendary guys. I go, the movie where they kidnapped the the uh, the, the the ambassadors. Kid, he goes, yeah, that movie. And I'm still fishing for that. Just and finally, try. I went, the neighborhood, the neighborhood. And I remembered <laughs> the name of the movie, but I said it so loud yeah. that I think you don't. You didn't know the name yeah. of the movie you were in it. <laughs> you know, especially since I said I made it last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, I yeah. couldn't remember the name of the movie. It was really scary. Scary.
1: Yeah, I saw the woman tweet at you because uh, they tag ESPN Syracuse. Uh congratulating you on Hawaii Five O, which oh. is not a show that, to my knowledge that you're on. Thank you, Lawrence. Thank you.
0: Did you downplay that?
1: He, he,
0: he, he. Did you did, <laughs> you did you did I downplay did that? Did you did you uh, like the lady got it wrong? Uh yes. You were both wrong.
1: You were on Hawaii five O?
0: I am still on Hawaii Five O. So my brother Billy How Take a look at Paul Delano. Google Paul Delano Hawaii Five O.
1: All right, hold on.
0: Let's Google Paul Delano Hawaii Five O and see what comes up, ladies and gentlemen. Paul Delano, D E L A N O, Hawaii, Hawaii Five O. Let's see what happens. Let's see what comes up there, big guy. Uh,
1: he's the corrupt brother of Frank Delano. That's
0: right. Anything so, else? Anything else?
1: Uh, Anything else who it's played by? Detective. He's killed his brother, thankfully. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> let yes, me yes, see, yes. Right,
0: images. Hit images. Hit
1: images. Let Let's me see hit images who this is. of Paul Delano.
0: let see who comes he's up. Ladies
1: and gentlemen. Oh, no. Is that you in a hospital there bed? There he is in
0: the hospital bed, <laughs> Paul Delano. So, what the storyline is Billy goes on as Frank Delano, an, uh, an underworld criminal guy. And he he kidnaps Chin's wife, uh-huh. one of the main characters, the Asian guy, and he murders Chin's wife. So Chin is going to go outside the law, and the Hawaii Five O guys are all worried that Chin's going to do something terrible, and they finally corner Billy in the hotel room when they get him in the big scene, and he walks in with a shotgun to Billy, and Billy's like, you can't do it, you're a cop, you can't kill me, and he blows Billy away. But they keep it you know, quiet, the cops, even though they know Chin murdered Billy. Yeah. Now, I'm the head of the mafia, Paul Delano, Frank Delano's older brother who runs the mafia, organized crime on the mainland, yeah. uh-huh. and I fly out to seek restitution for the murder of my brother. Uh huh. So they have me on the show, and they, they arrest me, and they, 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 they stop. I get a, a, the, all these guys in the prison. I get Chin sent to prison. I get all my prison guys going to kill Chin. They riot in the prison. A couple episodes. Pretty cool storyline. And then suddenly I disappear. What yeah. happened to Paul Delano? So I'm not on for a whole season. Then they turn around. They go, "We wrote you in this episode. We want you to come back." You, you know, and I, and I so I read the episode. I have nothing to do with the storyline. I'm having brain surgery, <laughs> and 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 McGarrett and Dano come into this to to the uh, pre op room, uh-huh. and they say, "You know, good luck with that." I go, "Yeah, you, you'll see what happens when I get out, boys." and then they go on to do a whole different storyline. At the very end of the episode, they go, "Delano pulled through. He made it." And I thought, Oh my God, they're setting up to remind the audience that Delano exists because yeah. I'm coming on to do something terrible soon. So now I'm in a hold pattern to come back. Now the rumor has it. And what would they, this is a rumor. Oh, this is exciting that they would like to have me come back and have my other two brothers come back for the finale of Hawaii 5 like a two-parter, and we kill McGarrett or do something like Atlantis.
1: So your character is still floating around this Paul universe. Paul Delano
0: is the head of the mafia in the mainland and quite a viable character and still reoccurring on the cast... Of Hawaii Five ding, 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 O. Wow. Ding, 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 ding. Thank you, thank Holy you. Holy cow, you.
1: Daniel Baldwin with dropping knowledge on us. I thought she had the wrong Baldwin on no, Twitter. I'm so sorry. She was right. You can of course text us anytime here on ESPN Radio Syracuse two eight eight zero six forty four. And of course, phones are always open for ESPN forty four here on the Daniel Baldwin Show. The Crunch played their first game of 2018 this Saturday in Hartford against the Wolfpack. Countdown to Crunch Time, 645. Puck drop at 7 on ESPN Radio.
0: This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, and we're back. Joshy Josh, the NFL playoff picture. The Bills, the Jags. Falcons, Rams. Panthers, Saints and Titans and Chiefs. The great one would like to put you on the spot right now. I want to hear what you think. Oh, wow. Let's start right off the bat with the Bills against the Jaguars.
1: Now, I was speaking uh, to various uh, much more educated sports fans today and uh, they are confident that the Bills can beat the Jags. The Jags are a little uh, uh they're a little
0: under the weather right now. They're down a quarterback. They are, and and, and, I'm going to go into some more details in a Bills segment, uh, probably in the last segment of the show to talk more in more detail. I just want to know who you like in the game. I like the Bills, so that's going to be a Joshie Mm -hmm. okay, and then Titans, Chiefs. I like the Chiefs, Joshie Falcons, Rams. I like the Falcons
1: only because I had a Falcons starter jacket in 1996.
0: Okay, that's a huge reason why. Panthers, Saints, and I like the Saints. And you like the Saints. Well, right. I have to say that right now we agree three out of four times, which is scaring wow. the crap out of me. Wow. And my picks suck. Wow, it's making no. Me it's making I me got,
1: me I've got a, I've got some kind of weird savant thing happening. Don't worry. Why? Who Did do we disagree
0: with? We... I, I disagree with you. I think the Rams are going to upset the Falcons.
1: Well, that one basically on
0: a starter jacket. That's really was that that a starter, <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
1: For starters,
0: I yeah, think. Yeah, I don't know anything. Uh, yeah, no, but I, I. Well, I like the Saints to win the Super Bowl. I think they're going to win the whole thing. Mm. I think it's time for Breeze. I made a Nostradamus prediction, uh, and I did post it on Twitter. Some Like in week eight, yeah. I picked them. Something ridiculous. You've been calling the now. Saints
1: for a while, so I would not be. I seeing have, as the I record have, you've I, had I, recently, I, 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 ha, right.
0: I have been saying that. I have been saying that. I also agree that I believe that the Bills can beat the Jaguars. Listen, people talk about the Jaguars like this. some... Um, Big strong team. They were one more win than the Bills this year, mm-hmm. and the Bills could have won a couple of games that they lost. And throw out the Peterman ex- uh, experiment, which was quite terrible.
1: The Urban Sombrero,
0: as we call it. <laughs> <The urban> <laughs> <laughs> nobody called nobody. Sombrero. It's because
1: of Jay Peterman on Seinfeld, and he tried to sell the Urban Sombrero. It's a nerdy reference. Well, is there anything
0: like the puppy shirt?
1: Exactly. That could have been a Peterman reference too. The puppy they, shirt they experiment. They and the, uh, the what was it? The, the what was the Russian hat they tried selling for a while? That was made out of rat fur. <laughs>
0: I just put Rob in a jacket. She wears that black coat all the time. That Uh, is an
1: amazing jacket.
0: Now, she wears the black skin coat Mm -hmm. with the fur. So I went ahead and bought her a a Russian white with gray and white fur. Wow. To have, like, you know, the the, the yin and yang of fur coats. Won't wear it. Why? Won't wear it. I don't know. I don't know, we need to get her in here and talk to her about it. she's really been offending me this Christmas with the things she's, that she's willing that to wear.
1: This is her second winter here and this one's been a bear already.
0: Oh my god, it's crazy up Is, the, is she, she is she enjoying this? You know, she was talking this morning about the fact that, you know, I, I might need to see my kids more, which is which is <laughs> down which in Florida, in Florida. Am, right? Yeah. yeah, translation, I'm out of here. Yeah. Um no, I I think she likes uh the beauty of it. You know, if if uh when we're not on the show, I'll show you Robin's house. Yeah. I mean, Robin lives in like, you know, a Mediterranean oh, state. You showed me some showed me a quick home. video, yeah. And so we're in this 200 year old, I mean, the, we, we are the epitome of Green Acres. Sure. Know? I like being on the water, big dogs slobbering mm-hmm. around the house, yeah. old hardwood floors. You wipe it up with a rag, we'll get it later. Let's go. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, I'm not a take your shoes off the door guy, but she has every fork is perfectly lined up and the napkins and the you know, this and that, but it's just, you know, where it's a different, you know, her father was a, a very well-to-do dentist. My mm-hmm. father had six kids and made, you know, 500 bucks a week. Yeah. It's different so, upbringing. Yeah. It's yeah different it was to- upbringing. totally different. Right. You know, when something broke in our house, we, we put a plant in front of it. Yes. <laughs> that, that was, but now you guys
1: are, you're supposed to, up where you live, get like another foot of snow. Like, oh, it's when? supposed
0: to? did you hear this term that they're using uh, in the, a, a, a bomb cyclone? Yeah. bomb cyclone. A bomb cyclone. Have you ever heard this before? (laughs) That is not a sidewalk. So they're saying that Thursday, because of some offshore pressure system in New England that's going to move south and inland, that we can have an occurrence called a bomb cyclone, a weather condition, which is like where it literally the snow falls like a bomb hit you. It suddenly takes off and, and accelerates at some great speed. This makes me think more and more about HARP. About, about, are you familiar with HARP? No. Oh. Is this a conspiracy theory? Are you? Oh, well, this is a fact. This is a fact. So, oh, let's get on this. Wh- you want to get on that? Uh, you want to get on HARP? Let's talk about HARP really quick. Buckle up. So, HARP is a facility run by the government, by the military in Alaska. Mm-hmm. And it is a series of giant microwave dishes that they claim can control the weather. <gasps> Take a look. H H A A R P. I believe it is. So, when you talk to any meteorologist that handled mm-hmm. uh, Katrina, they said, you know, the standard, you see the storm swirling out over the ocean and, you know, the, the middle is yellow and then it goes red. and bu- So they're watching this storm and the meteorologists all are quoted. You can look this mm-hmm. up again, too. I've never seen anything like it. It was seven tiny individual storms that were spinning at over 200 and something miles an hour. And as they hit each other, they engulfed each other and became a bigger and bigger storm, but continued to spin at astronomical speed. They had never seen all these little micro... Sandy was the same thing. Wow. Now, Now, some conspiracy theorists are saying, did Harp create these micro storms that became these two super storms? And could this be this cyclone bomb that we're about to, to you experience. You think that's, that's part of it? Have you looked at heart?
1: I'm reading about it right Are here. Are you
0: fascinated?
1: High frequency active oral, not not oral, but oral <laughs> research program. So the theory. Well, Paul McCartney, can he controlled the weather once because it was supposed to rain or something and he shot, like it's Paul McCartney, so he shot like uh, things in the clouds to stop it from raining. For the uh-huh. concert. Yeah.
0: I like that, I like that. Well, the theory with these guys is that they can shoot these like high-intensity microwaves and change the temperature of the ionosphere so far up they can shoot it, and so intense that it comes down, and they can literally turn you know, a city to 120 degrees for weeks at a time. So they talk about whether or not we're going to have problems with North Korea. Or gonna, when the fact of the matter is we don't have to shoot any bombs on them. We just turn it up on them for about a month and watch oh. them drop like flies. Just turn the heat up. Turn it up. So why then would this have occurred in in um, New Orleans and on Long Island? And of course, the answer to that is they're testing it. That that, that at our own expense that they tested these. Now I don't know this to be true, obviously.
1: Yeah, that's an intense but, theory that they'd but, be doing but, that kind of weather stuff well, on us.
0: Remember that the Japanese dropped you know all types of neurological gases in their subway system to test them after uh-huh. World War II. And, you know, there's talks about what was 9 11 and how much did we know before it happened and blah, blah, and JFK, and we can go on and on. And You're on listening on.
1: to Coast to Coast here on ESPN <laughs> right. Radio Syracuse. That's
0: right. Yeah. And, so, and, some, and somewhere in there, I'm going to say, and here in baseball, <laughs> yes. you know, we're having a fascinating conversation. Where's our callers to call in and, uh. den- and, and, and support or denounce my theories? 4
1: ESPN 44, that is seven seven six forty four. Of course, it's the best way to get in touch here. With Daniel Baldwin, brought to you by Liverpool Pool and Spa. We're gonna go to the break. Let's go to the break. Let's go to the break. We'll come back. We'll get sports. The
0: end. I up. want to talk about Liverpool Pool and Spa All when right. we get back. Right. By we the way, have I, have idea. Idea. I, I got like an idea. I got like a big idea. <laughs> He's Larry, his head. Larry,
1: this is ESPN Radio Syracuse. Brent acts four to six. ESPN Radio ninety-seven point seven and 100. one hundred point one.
0: This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, and we're back. And let's go right into an earlier topic. Our Buffalo, and I say our, our Buffalo Bills are in the playoffs for the first time in 17 years. Did you see any of the videotape after the Bills qualified? I did. I saw (laughs) that.
1: I did. I really did. And then I saw the, uh, the locker room celebration after the Bengals won and that yeah. whole
0: thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, the fans that were tailgating at the game were still not guaranteed after they had beat Miami that they were going in. Right. But when the Bengals pulled off the miracle and beat the Ravens mm-hmm. on virtually the last play of the game— uh, um, all hell broke loose up in Orchard Park. Which, there was, there was like, it always does. I mean, you know, I've been up there before and seen games, and, uh, you know, uh, this was uh, this dry spell really sparked them. And you it know, didn't it, matter that it was, what, like three degrees over the weekend? It didn't matter. They were so inebriated and numb yeah. by then. Yeah. There's the infamous uh, guy diving to hit the uh, the folding table. Standard
1: move. They like to light each other on fire. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of <laughs> fornication like that happens. Yeah, have you seen all these? Fire. Oh, my God. I could I could send you hours of footage of just people lighting each other on fire out in the parking lot. I've been to numerous tailgates there. I've seen people jumping fires. Uh, I've seen fireworks. Uh, I saw dolphins fans get uh, dead fish thrown at them before well, the game. Yeah, was a
0: lot. Has anyone ever sacrificed a dolphin?
1: Uh, I'm sure they have, yeah. In in Buffalo, yeah.
0: They must have have (laughs) sacrificed the Dolphins. I saw
1: a Dolphins fan in a Porta John get pushed over, just knocked the Porta John right over. Really? Oh,
0: they're brutal. Oh, that's terrible. They are
1: animals, but I love them.
0: You know, back, uh, and and this might be the difference between it being just a little nicer up here. Um, I remember specifically when the New York Islanders came around, and Mm. I was, you know, there was no Islanders, so I was a Rangers fan. Yeah. And I was all the old school teams Giants, Yankees, Knicks Rangers. Then, of course, there was Dr. J in the New York Nets. There was the young upstart New York Mets. You know, th- then the Islanders came around. But these kids from Long Island thought that they were going to go into the garden and wear Islanders jerseys in Madison Square oh, Garden. No, 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 no. I remember that there was almost the first few times, and they won the cup. And after they won the cup, that was the worst thing in the And They, they actually won four in a row Mm -hmm. and there was the drive for five, they called it. That, that was what. But by that time, we were so sick and tired because the Rangers were so terrible. Yeah that whenever Islanders fans came in, and now they were becoming more numerous, we yanked them out of their seats and pummeled them in the aisles. I, I believe mean, it. I mean, people got beat up bad, and the jersey would be ripped off their back, and we'd throw it out on the ice, and then everyone would go crazy. And that only lasted, like, a few games, and then no one showed up with Islanders jerseys. I know. Now. Well, the Islanders,
1: they, they just got moved back to Long Island. They got sent back out. They but, were in—they uh, were right in They where did you know where they went? Yeah,
0: they were in Brooklyn.
1: And then they got—but they just— they signed they're going to go out further in long island now yeah
0: yeah um uh race track the the, racetrack, <laughs> the, ho- the horse race track i can't think of i can't think of the name belmont belmont yeah they're building an arena uh, on the grounds of uh belmont. well nassau coliseum where they used to play was further out than belmont that was like in hempstead new york
1: yeah uh, uniondale
0: uniondale yeah yeah right right well same.
1: You know what my fear is, though? <laughs> as long as we're talking fans colliding. That's a Long Island guy joke. I got it. Yeah, I see. Uh, as long as we're talking fans colliding. Think about this scenario. Okay, tell me. You got Buffalo Bills fans who are, in their own right, psychopaths. Yes. Uh, very well intoxicated psychopaths who are looking to party. Let's say they beat Jacksonville this weekend. Uh-huh. Well, then they're going to go to Gillette Stadium in New England. And that's where the Patriots fans will be. Is that the next matchup for them? That will be if they beat Jacksonville, they'll oh, play the they Patriots. because they be the lowest seed. Yeah. That's right. I mean, how that game pans out, I think we probably all know. But If it's... they end
0: Tom Brady's career, I'll be happy.
1: <laughs> but I'm talking about the parking I'm lot. I'm
0: so sick and tired of Tom Brady.
1: Angry New Englanders and angry uh, all drunk, all freezing cold, all vying for this spot meeting in a and outside Gillette Stadium it'll be it'll be outrageous.
0: Well the great thing about that is because the proximity. I mean it, it had it not been 17 years I bet you we were we're represented down in Jacksonville. I bet you there's going to be sure. a lot oh, of Buffalo yeah. Bills because there's a lot of influx of New Yorkers in Florida. So I think you might see I don't know how many young wild fans are going to be. There's
1: actually they had a, the, one of the fan groups, the Buffalo Bills fan groups bought, uh, reserved a block of 200 rooms at one of the hotels and it sold out today. Wow. So they, uh, there's going to be people traveling to this Jacksonville Yeah, compared group. to like
0: a Jacksonville crowd, I can't imagine they're going to rival. But 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 the interesting scenario that you bring is how many people would travel from Buffalo to go up to New England? Oh, oh that'll be a that, massacre. That be
1: <laughs> it's like the scene in Braveheart where they're just all coming <laughs> yeah. at each other and yeah, they sure. collide right there outside Gillette. Oh, oh, that'll be yes. awesome.
0: Oh, that's going to be beautiful.
1: I hope they beat Jacksonville. I really think that that's going to be, if they, if they can get past Jacksonville, which... Does not look impossible. I want to cry right awesome?
0: now. Yeah. I have sideline passes for the game, wow. and I can't go. In Jacksonville? In Jacksonville. Oh, no, no, I no. I have sideline passes for the game, tickets in the box, and I can't
1: go. We're already trying to put together, and you're going to be in on this A road trip out to uh, Gillette if this If, if we this goes, go
0: to New England, yeah. we have to call a, a, a show. we got to talk to the great one. Yeah,
1: we'll talk to the great one. We'll call what are we gotta every do what one. we got to
0: do to butter the great one up? To get us on, to get us to show up there, what are we gonna do?
1: Well, uh, probably not very much. I mean, we can, we got vehicles, we can drive out there.
0: Yeah, but I mean, we want to call the show. We want to. How do we? How do we get? This like... can be
1: easy. We can do this from there. We can do a Sunday broadcast from there easily. <sighs> they go to. Yeah, they, they no go to one would day. listen
0: to anyone else but us.
1: I mean, it'd be hot. It'd be the hottest show. Well, don't Larry, don't you judge us. This would be the hottest show on the air.
0: Larry doesn't think so. Larry, <laughs> thinks, Larry thinks we're not bringing him in. I think oh, we're bringing an in international him in. audience I think you're Larry. doing a terrific job. We're going to call it the We're going to try to bring as many fans as we can. We're going to switch the name just for the one game to the Fat Alex show. <laughs> <laughs> and, we're, and, we're, and, and I think we bring in a national audience. Larry? You know, thank the, you.
1: The great one from time to time has been known to rent RVs and send like an RV. If he could send no, us. A- oh, no,
0: think about it. Now, we wanted to talk also. We have a few more minutes before we have to go to this last break.
1: Now, we're getting ahead of ourselves, too, because they haven't beat Jacksonville yet. No, but no, we're, sh-
0: I know. Go yeah. ahead. You can dream. One can I dream.
1: Know. I'm dreaming. One can dream. Bring it down. Bring
0: it down. Think mm-hmm. about it for a yes, second. Yes, I am. Think about it for a second now. Now, imagine Liverpool, pool, and spa. Oh, yeah. Having us tow <laughs> behind our RV. Oh, yeah. Now we're talking. A giant hot tub. Oh, here we go. And we have a bikini contest in the parking lot of Gillette. That's right. Make notes, Larry. Larry, make
1: notes, Larry.
0: Larry, your finger will be on the red button, <laughs> and I don't know what you'd be doing with your other hand during well, the entire broadcast.
1: Larry's, uh, Larry's bathing suit could not contain the things that happen to him if he sees a woman
0: in a with his bikini. Bowls, are you kidding me? Oh, We're my in. God.
1: That just wave us in. Just ago. press
0: yeah. him up against the glass. Yeah, forget about it. Oh, Larry,
1: that's the next level, Larry. You gotta look
0: big. What yeah, did we you say? You gotta go big, Larry. Daniel
1: was saying on yesterday's show, you put that million dollar bill that's on the right, mirror,
0: man. Just visualize right it. Right
1: now, you're you're just visualizing. No, so when I said I was gonna
0: do an ESPN show and go back to sports after my 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 amazing run on Best Damn Sports Show, period, people said he can't do it. He can't do. He can't even do it in Syracuse. Now the number one downloaded sports show here in Syracuse. You like that? People are saying, Matt Park who? People, <laughs> people are saying, Brent what? Yes, that's he, right. He's an ice skater. He does the axle. What does he do? What does he do? That's right. All they talk about is this show. This is it. The great one himself has approached me and said, there may be more than just a sports show. This might be a national broadcast. We might have to look at you, Josh. How do we get this going with Josh's mm, show that he already has mm. with his 50,000 plus downloads? I mean, mm. so, and, and and then of course- When a dream date with Larry. Of course. Which has to be revisited. Don't you dare with those sound effects. You just got through saying you haven't been late in a year. 2017 was not a good year. 99%
1: of people listening to this program are guys. This is... Those are odds. Uh... But it's the 1%. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead and tweet if you're interested in Larry. Go ahead, Frank. Right?
0: <laughs> yeah, first of all,
1: beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, exactly. Second of all, the one lonely woman is sitting in Marcellus right now, uh, she might be lonely too. And... That's
0: right. Now on the mound, number five, 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 five. Larry, 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 Larry. Dick-a, Larry, dick-a, what, Larry. Dick-a, dick-a. What? bro to bro. Oh, God.
1: Did you have, did you have any relations in 2016?
0: Uh no, the girl in Long Island. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, the girl in Long Island. You what were going you? for a revision. What happened on Thanksgiving? <laughs> <laughs> he like, I'm thinking if I did. It
1: was, was two months ago. I move on.
0: no, no oh, we. two for, months ago. It was 14 it. months ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you, Larry. I don't. I just. Do we don't, have
1: anything on the horizon? I don't. Larry. I just don't care.
0: <laughs> I don't care. I is really do cool? care. is he that cool? Is he that cool? If you know. When no, it I to just go. you know I he's
1: don't... just he's just that miserable. Yeah, not cool at all. You look no, look at him. Look at him. No, nothing cool about this. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't give an ass. Yeah, he knows the kind of reaction.
0: He that would has come. the greatest porn collection of all oh, time. Oh, sure doesn't he does. Oh, doesn't my. he? Admit it. Terabytes. No. Admit it. No. How much is the he's 800- a how, how much is the one eight hundred number bill in this? <laughs> <cell>? <laughs> There it is! I hit it. Eight hundred really numbers are free.
1: And he's, well, he's calling the nine hundred. No, no, numbers. no! Yeah, he's oh, calling. Please. Those old nine hundred. Oh, Those are oh, nineteen yeah. ninety-seven. Late at night with the cordless phone. <laughs> oh, Larry! <laughs> Larry,
0: I'm let me lovely. put my teeth in. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't say no. He wouldn't say no. Larry. Wow. Larry's the subject. Well, two thousand. When is when is Polly back? thousand. <laughs> Let's talk about that for a minute. About Polly. Can we talk about Pauly for a minute? Please, I love so it. So Pauly is on the road again. Now, Now I, I'm confused about all of it. You know, Bear with me, because I'm trying to learn the whole system here still. Pauly is employed by someone else besides a great one. Is yes. That, is that it? Yes. IMG Sports Radio Network. Him and Matt Park. They, Him and Park. Yeah. And then in addition to that, they have a job here. Correct. Pauly... Being a producer of multiple shows, and Park does just his own show, or he has other things that he no, does? No, I
1: mean, uh, Park does his show, and that's it. Yeah. That's it. So yeah. he's like me.
0: He's he a hired gun. Comes in, does he? Yeah. Comes in does like, the show, he goes out. He's yeah. on a real show. It's only an hour. Only- <laughs> <laughs> you, never. Know that, you know that story, don't you? I will never
1: live that down. No, you'll
0: never live that I time. never will. Yeah, yes, for those does. of you listening who don't know that story, uh, Josh does his morning show, which is like a three-hour? Three,
1: three going to be four,
0: yeah. Going to move to four-hour <laughs> show. <laughs> Talk about struggling for content, but mm. um, so, so so he turns around and says to me, but notes him not thinking. He goes, uh, "We are talking about somebody else." He goes, "Well, he just does a one-hour show. It's not like a real show; It's just an hour <laughs> show." As we're about to go on and do our one-hour show, a so, big one-hour yeah, hour show. Yeah, yeah, I'm coming on. I'm gonna I'm gonna bombard Rosa tomorrow. Do it, show. Colin. I'd love to hear. Yeah. From can I look her up and find I will, sexually yes, suggested I, pictures? <laughs> I will show you photos of a uh, beautiful rose. Not
1: of those variety. You don't have
0: those. But What do you mean? I know Instagram, you have them. Don't hold out of your partner. is a
1: married lady.
0: I realize that. Let's get her husband on the show.
1: <laughs> Are we getting a break signal? You're yes. signaling a break to us. All wow, right. We got to go. All right. We'll come back. We'll talk ST Hoops, and I will not answer any poly questions you may have. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, Syracuse home of the syracuse crunch mitchell stevens across here's a shot
0: score
1: kevin lynch ties the game ackerson left side shoots he scores picked off by another Peck. Attention! it for lynch who shoots he scores kevin lynch with 103 to go in the third period gives the crunch its first lead it's three to two espn 97.7 100.1 and fourteen forty
0: and a.m
1: the orange women acc dome opener tomorrow georgia tech in town at seven orange pregame 645 on the pulse of the Orange, ESPN Radio ninety-seven point seven
0: and one hundred point one. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, now we're back. Let's talk Syracuse basketball, my friend. Tonight, big uh, road road test. Wake Forest. It's Wake Forest. Torn out the worst thing I heard in my analysis of this game. What? And taking a look at the pros and cons, what we need to do to get the job done, because I believe we should beat Wake Forest at 12 and 2 and uh, 1 0 in, in ACC play. I think Syracuse um, should beat Wake, who's 7 and 6. I will say this at 0 1, Wake Forest is in ACC play. I, I think we, you know, these are the teams like we talked about uh, early with the football team. There's certain games you got to win certain games. Yeah. You know, and then gear up for the Clemsons and the different people that you're gonna play. Um we have to beat Wake Forest. The worst thing that I heard was the Orange has never lost to Wake Forest before. Yeah. And as soon as I heard that scared the crap out of me hearing that. Yeah. Because Wake just came off of a game where they led the way deep into the game against North Carolina mm. and eventually lost seventy three to sixty nine in a barn burner. So they can play you know, don't be misled by the seven and six record. They can play. Um, I think Syracuse should beat them and and has to beat them. These are the games we have to win to get up to those twenty. I think the number is twenty for Syracuse. They've, they they got to get to twenty. They get uh, they get Wake Forest tonight. They get Notre Dame
1: on Saturday.
0: Who a lot of people are boohooing about how good Notre Dame is. I I don't see it. I think we could beat Notre Dame no problem.
1: Yeah, I mean, the schedule starts to ramp up, but you, like you said, this is uh, this is one of those games—not necessarily a cupcake team, but a team that you've got to really—you got to beat Wake Forest, All especially right, cool. when you go in there with that. And they say, well, they've never lost to Wake Forest.
0: I know, but that's good. when people say that kind of stupid crap.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They've never lost. I, I, I hated hearing that. Yeah, I hated hearing that. It's like it's like watching a guy and they say, "Well, you know, he hasn't fumbled in, but in the next play, the guy's going to fumble." Mm-hmm. So no, don't point it out. Don't tell me that. Just leave it. I, that was. I think it was Seth in the in the update. He did. Yeah, he that said mentioned the fact that we have never lost. Oh, I cringe when I heard that. I hate. I hate it. Her. But here's. Here's what I think we need to do. We have to continue rebounding by committee. I mean, obviously, that's going to be one of the things I'm going to say every time. The more possessions and touches you have with the ball, particularly offensively, the more chances you have to score and the more chances the other team does not have to score because they don't have the ball. So rebounding is is a key in this game, and we have slowly but surely continued to um, advance in our shooting percentage. Not you know not great strides, but from the you know initial first few games where we were shooting under twenty percent to over twenty to high twenties. You know if we could get that number, it, our three pointers up close to even close to forty high thirty percent, and our shooting percentage overall. To be in the high 40s, I think we're going to win 23, 24 games, um, which would easily put us into the tournament. Sure. Um, you know, are we going to beat Duke on the road as we did at home last year? Probably not. Um, you know, I, I don't think. But but would it be ridiculous to think that we could? I think our team is better this year than it was last year. I really do.
1: Do you think the team's starting to click a lot?
0: You know. <sighs> When you're a team that's so dependent on just two guys, now it's starting to, to go out to Howard and a couple other people. If they can share the wealth and get that 10 and 10 from two other guys mm-hmm. and, and and take some of the stranglehold off of Brissett, and uh, – um, oh, God, why am I blacking out? Ty um, – Ty's battle? Battle. Yeah. Um, If they can take some of the pressure off of battle, he doesn't have to score 30 a game. Right. Know, if he can score 21 – Bursette scored, you know, eighteen, and then we went ten and ten with two other guys. Oh, we're we're in every game, right there. We're in every game.
1: Anybody who you uh, like off the bench, people have seen a little bit of time from, and I still have
0: a, a year of eligibility. But I'm, I know you do. Yeah, but 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 I'll tell you what, I'm always going to vote for the Chalupa. Uh, you love Chalupa. I, know you do I love the Chalupa. <laughs> I do. I love the Chalupa. I think he's the straw that stirs the drink. Yeah. I think that when we when we get deeper into ACC play and into tournament play. I think you're going to find that the, the the statistics that are not kept, like how much he changes people 's shots mm. that guy's seven foot two when he puts his arm up hes like, he's about over the rim almost so you're he may not block a shot, but how many times does he change what someone 's going to do and creates a miss? Now the question is, do you get that rebound? So um, I think that he is a presence, and I think that if he can stay out of foul trouble, and we can get him to score just a little bit more, he has a tendency of taking the ball in down low and putting it on the ground and dropping the ball. And even McNamara, who was being interviewed by you and I on our show, said we got to get him, once he brings the ball down, I, he goes, I can grab it. He said, but if he would take the ball and hold it up in the air above his head yeah. and look to make his move to the basket... No one's going to reach that ball, right? No one can get that ball away from him. At seven foot two, His play, he holds the ball ten feet up in the air. So you know, if we can get him to start to learn how to do that, and maybe a couple of little Akeem the Dream, Elijah moves, maybe they should get me down there, and work this guy yeah, in the pain see if a little you can bit.
1: Work a little bit with him. I'm sure get him down can, there yes. and show him that little
0: drop step. Yeah, <laughs> fade away. You probably know a few things you can learn. Oh, I know some things I could teach him. I'll take him over <laughs> to Charlie Sheen's house. <laughs>
1: Well that'll do it. Here we will hand it over to Brent Axe. Uh, we will see of course tonight Wake Forest, you can hear all that coverage on our brother station Tiken 9 and, and then uh, Saturday's game of course you
0: can And hear tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow I will be at the girls game. The girls are playing the Ramblin' Wreck of Georgia Tech who have the amazing and one of the, one of the most legendary college coaches yeah. in Michelle Joseph. So Coach Joe as they call her at yeah. Georgia Tech who was one of the most prolific scorers in Purdue University history, is my roommate and best friend from college's sister. So I've known Michelle since she was a high school basketball player, and I haven't seen her in over 20 years. Let's give some love I will to the ladies. be at the game to see Coach Joe.
1: I love it. Tomorrow, a lot of stuff happening. Brent X up next. You know how to get involved. This is ESPN Radio, Syracuse.